Minnesota Wild shut out by the St. Louis Blues 3-0, and we will talk about that. We'll talk about the Buffalo Sabres game and look ahead to the New York trip all on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Welcome into tonight's Locked On Wild postcast. Minnesota Wild shut out 3 nothing at the hands of the St. Louis Blues tonight. And we are breaking down all the action. Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. And a, a little bit of a contrast in styles, Kevin, between last night's game and tonight's game. You had the high-flying offense against Buffalo and uh, a few defensive breakdowns leading to that overtime loss. And then you have a real tight physical matchup that we've come to expect against St. Louis here tonight and ultimately the Wild get one point out of the two but uh, a couple of uh, a couple of physical games uh, for the Wild here this weekend yeah I think it's a good thing that the Wild tomorrow will not skate they'll go straight to the airplane and head to New York good planning by the coaching staff because emotionally and physically these were two very taxing games and in the end it's very disappointing when you only get one point out of a possible four when I think the Wild in stretches played well enough in both games to justify two points and get four for the weekend. So they're going to be left a little frustrated, no question. Uh, But there were some lessons learned along the way as well. And I think when you play St. Louis, you know it's going to be a muck and grind kind of game. And when you take a penalty early and give up a power play goal, it's going to be an uphill battle. Well, that, that power play too, it's one of those coin flip things because you see the goal that the Blues score. It's just a puck that hits... Philip Gustafson in the glove, can't corral it, and Jake Middleton is right there to try to get the puck out from in front of the net. He just misses, and it happens to just go perfectly to St. Louis for the tap-in goal with the open net. Yeah, it's unfortunate, too. And, you know, I'm, I'm certain Mason Shaw felt bad because it was high, his high-sticking penalty that put them in that spot in the first place. And, you know, it's tough when you play division rivals within a short period of time and you go down to St. Louis and win, spoil the big party, on New Year's Eve, they come in after giving up five to Montreal last night. You kind of could see this coming as far as a low-scoring tight game. Where Minnesota probably leaves scratching their head is you're going against Thomas Grice. He's a veteran goaltender that doesn't play very often, hadn't played in over two weeks, and his numbers weren't terrific. And you think, you know, take the first two periods out of the equation, Seth. You get 24 shots on goal in the third period. More often than not, you're going to get a goal. And I thought at any point if that game got to 1-1, with the crowd, which was really actually very energetic tonight. I think the Wild ended up winning the game, but they just couldn't solve them. Well, and even in that third period, there were instances where you almost want the team, you you want the team to shoot whenever they can. But even with that volume of shots in the third, it seemed like there were some opportunities for more to try to pepper Grice, who was great tonight, but uh, it just, it seemed like they just needed that one goal to get things going. And to your point, I think as the game went on, they tried to get a little more perfect on their uh, attack. And I think he was giving up some rebounds. Ryan Carter talked about it on our broadcast tonight that, you know, he was kind of fighting, even though he was in good position and he was coming way out of the net to challenge. He was coughing some rebounds up. And if you get some of those pucks on net rather than waiting and trying to make that perfect pass, there were some gritty goals to be had. It just, the longer it went, the tougher it was going to be to score. And then the, I thought the Blues did an awesome job. You also have to tip your hat to a team that's, even though they're banged up right now, 
they've got enough players that have won a Stanley Cup on that roster that know how to pack it in. And they did a great job in that six-on-four situation when the Wild were still trying to claw themselves back in the game. There was nowhere to go in the middle of the rink. We saw the return of Brandon Duhame yesterday. He scores a goal in his return, of course. And um, I, I thought he has looked like a guy who is definitely going to be in the regular lineup. You know, we've talked over the course of the season that when the Wild get to fully healthy, there are going to be some lineup decisions. But he certainly has looked like one of those guys that may trend more towards the stay in the lineup as opposed to kind of sit here, sit there. Yeah, a little shout-out to Andy Ness, who's the skating coach for this hockey team. And more often than not, in situations like we've seen with Ryan Hartman and Brandon Duhame, when they're taking the long road to recovery, those first couple weeks, they're skating on their own. That's the guy that's pushing them. And I've had conversations with Ryan Hartman and Brandon Duhame about how good they felt once they got back with the team and, and had their legs for practice. And Duhame was dialed in last week when we got to watch practice. And he was razor sharp and he was intense and he was stirring trouble up out there, which is his game, you know? And so that competition as you and I've talked about a couple times here on the show is, is excellent for the coaching staff because now Matt Zuccarello is going to go on the trip. We don't know what his status is yet for Tuesday's game, but you know, being a, a former Ranger and a beloved player out there, he's going to do everything he can to get on the ice. My point is who comes out and that's when the coaches now, have you know at their disposal everybody looking over their shoulder which I think allows everybody to play at a higher level uh we have we seem to have avoided um serious injury with both Ryan Hartman and Jewel Erickson Eck they both came out of this game and so you have a wild team that is missing Jordan Greenway who was not available for tonight's game you lose Erickson Eck you lose Hartman but thankfully they both came back and they were both part of that pepper uh, the Nets at the end, so it looks like those guys hopefully will be fine uh, on the trip. Well, better them than us, right? Because I think they play with an awful lot of pain. I, I think, well, I know for a fact, Ryan Hartman's not going to be fully healthy the rest of the year. And Jewel Erickson Eck, who never misses morning skater practice, has been absent a couple times here in the last week or so. And that's not Jewel Erickson Eck get in, getting fat and happy. That's him maintaining his body so he can play at a high level and play the game he has to play. Yeah, they're two tough guys. They're two super important players for the Minnesota Wild because they get under the skin of the opposition. The opposition starts running around doing silly things like taking penalties, and then all of a sudden your top-end guys like Kaprizov can light the lamp. And so, yeah, it, it's important. And I think the other factor, too, with, with Eck is the, the unfortunate thing, and I guess we don't know exactly why Greenway missed the game tonight, but that line was really starting to get some traction. You saw it in Buffalo. Felino scored that goal. They were getting chances. Those three guys are all really good players on their own, but I promise you they're better players when the three of those guys are together, and the numbers dictate that the last couple of years. So very, very unfortunate that we didn't have Greenway on the ice tonight. Minnesota Wild fall 3-0 to the St. Louis Blues tonight. They've got the New York Rangers on tap on Tuesday. They'll, put, they'll face both New York teams this week, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Marc-Andre Fleury rejoining the team on Tuesday and a look at everything else going on as we continue tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast after a word from our sponsors. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. And Athletic Greens is the perfect way to simplify your vitamin and supplement routine. With just one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 High-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. 
Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And it is has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast also brought to you by BetOnline.net. They're your number one source for sports betting info plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From the NFL playoffs to the college football championship game to the NBA to the NHL, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, Minnesota Wild lose 3-0 to the St. Louis Blues. Seth Topol and Kevin Gorg taking a look ahead. New York Rangers on Tuesday, Kevin, and uh, it sounds like Marc-Andre Fleury will travel to be with the team for the trip uh, away from the team right now, dealing with uh, personal matters. So all the best to him, of course, in that situation. But uh, it'll be good to have him back uh, for a couple of tough games against those two New York teams. Yeah, I agree. And, and even though Marc-Andre Fleury let in six last night, Dean Evison talked about it with us this afternoon when he met with the media. The fifth goal was one he'd want to have back, but he said he made 15 to 20 saves where they were shaking their head on the bench. I mean, he's that kind of guy. And wouldn't it be fun to see Marc-Andre Fleury on the ice at Madison Square Garden against Igor Shesterkin, one of the all-time greats in one end, maybe one of the all-time greats coming in the other end for the Rangers. It'd be a spectacular matchup. It's my very favorite building I work in done this for 17 years. There's just something extra special about watching a game at MSG. I can't wait to get there. Can't wait for the energy in the building. And I think the wild will feed off that too. They've played well. Let's not forget. They spoiled the big celebration for Henrik Lundqvist last year, won a game there. Matt Zuccarello scored a goal within that game. And you know, the wild right now can't get too down on themselves because they've got a difficult month ahead. You and I have talked about this. The road trip to New York is going to be difficult with the Islanders and Rangers. Then you've got a road trip after a quick little homestand over the weekend where you have one game at home. You go on the road to go into Washington, Carolina, the Florida Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. They don't have time to sit back here and feel sorry for themselves. they got to get back up on that horse, hopefully have a good game on Tuesday, set the tone for the week. Well, and a, a wild team that I'm sure will be eager to get a little revenge for the opening night loss mm-hmm. to the New York Rangers, a wild team that's in a much different place now than they were then and a Rangers team that has kind of gone through the highs and lows they they looked great to start the year they struggled for a few weeks and now it seems like they're kind of starting to get things back on track and yeah you know for a fact that Dean Evison and that coaching staff are gonna show some clips from that opening night game with the Wild I think gave up seven in that hockey game and didn't look good very very much doing it and and I think for Minnesota too they you know they've got a little reminder this weekend even though uh, the Buffalo game was really fun to watch, and and they're a super talented team, and it was, a you know, just an awesome hockey game. 
the Wild aren't going to outscore teams. Dean Evison said that their identity gets back to shutting teams down, playing that gritty game. They can score plenty of goals, but they do it a different way. And to beat the Rangers, you know, you look at that game and look how they won that game last year. I think it was a 3-2 hockey game. That's the type of game you're looking for. They tried to run and gun with them opening night. They got crushed doing it. I look for a much different effort from the Wild on Tuesday, especially off a weekend where they only got one point. And I think Marc-Andre Fleury flies back tonight. He'll join the team on that airplane going through a tough time back home for his family and his friends. But it's going to be great to have him uh, likely back in that net on Tuesday, taking on the Rangers. It it has all the makings of a, a really, really fun night of hockey. Well, and then the uh, the other the Islanders uh, in the post Barry Trotz life weren't really sure what to get from them, but they've been playing some good hockey themselves. So that Thursday game is going to be a tough one too. Yeah, we'll get to see Zach Parise. He was putting together a pretty nice year at last check. He's got twelve goals, and then selfishly, Seth, you know Hudson Fashing's a son of a real good friend of mine. I went to high school with his dad. Rick and I were classmates at Burnsville, and I've tracked Hudson's career all the way through. I was lucky writing and. And he's playing good hockey right now. So um, the, the Islanders are a team you certainly can't sleep on. And I know the Ranger game will be the marquee, marquee game of the week for, for the Wild and likely their fans. But that game that now is over at Belmont Park where the Islanders play um, will be pesky indeed. And then you come home, it's an awkward schedule because you come home, you take on the, the Desert Dogs on Saturday, and then you go right back on the road. So the Wild are going to spend most of this month on the road. They're playing quality teams on these road trips. And now off the weekend they just had, they've got a little less room for error. It's, it's so jumbled within the Western Conference and within this division for the Wild. And, you know, Winnipeg wins tonight, Dallas wins tonight. So now the, the road gets a little tougher. Wild will try to get back on track on Tuesday against the New York Rangers, falling tonight 3 nothing to the St. Louis Blues. That will do it for tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Kevin, as always, thank you for the time. Uh, we look forward to getting a chance to check in with you after the game against the Rangers. So uh, we'll see how the Wild are able to do. And for Locked on Wild listeners, make sure you check out tomorrow's episode of Locked on Wild, as well as all of these postcasts that we get a chance to do as we keep you up to date with everything going on with the Minnesota Wild. We've got new episodes all week long, pregame content, postgame content, you name it, we've got it. So make sure to subscribe and follow along as we guide you through the rest of the season. New episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports podcast network.